there. You it found its SD card now. So Santa. decide it. It's your fault. All right, we're recording. You're on. We're good. Oh, keeping yeah. that all. We in. got your voice. We're using it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Celette. And uh, we're coming to you from... Seminole State Park in Wyoming. We are. Yeah. This we is are. our unusual recording spot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how many of you guys remember episode two, <laughs> three years ago, when we recorded on our way to Saratoga. Wyoming. Yes. Wyoming. Yeah. So Wyoming is a, is a good spot for us We'd to We like come to go and... camping in yeah. Wyoming mm-hmm. and apparently do episodes here. Yeah. So. You know, we figured there's nothing to do. <laughs> It's hot outside. It's fucking hot outside. <laughs> it's cool in the camper. We're staying in the camper. Some of us got burnt yesterday. Yep. We have guests with us, though. There are two dogs and Emily. You yes. guys know Emily. She's like our co-star who never comes on the show. <laughs> She's the third host She's that's the never third on the hostess, But we talk about her all the time. So if you hear snorting in the back, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> or the dogs. <laughs> or the dogs. <laughs> yeah. My dog's feeling pretty left out. He didn't get to go on the boat with all of the guys and the kids. Nope. He's uh he's being he's a little bummed, so he might he might make noises, but he's chasing after the boat. And... <laughs> he was. He was trying real hard to get to it. Yeah. All right. Okay. What are we doing? What is this? So podcast. we are a podcast who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels and I don't have a quickie. So uh, that at least has anything to do with yeah, that was <laughs> his grumbling. Um that has anything to do with uh, the book. Well, we could do book. a different one. Tent or camper. Or a camper. I would, yeah, c- quickie. Would you, camper. Do you prefer a camper? <laughs> 100%. However, I haven't, there's no hookups in this one. Yeah. And we haven't, that generator that that Dan's got set up doesn't have enough power to uh, power up my APAP machine. So no. that's been sucking because that's the first, th- these are the first two nights that I've slept without my APAP machine since I've started using an APAP machine. So it's been rough sleeping. Yeah. Because once you use the machine, you realize you're a shitty sleeper because mm-hmm. you just snore all the time. Who's been hearing me? Yes. Show of hands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's me. Don't blame Ryan. Don't blame me. I did Dan. blame Ryan the first time, but yeah. now I know it's you. Yeah. I, uh, totally me. It's on you. I am like... When I heard it this morning, I was like, that's definitely so. <laughs> I remember those from uh, our trips to like Orlando and stuff. Yes. <laughs> I remember those snores. Oh, man. I had Judy record me once, and, and it was pretty disturbing. That was when I was like, okay, I'll go to the sleep. The doctor. The doctor. <laughs> tell him to fix me. No, apparently I can make a lot of noise in my sleep. You can. Yeah. It's quite something. But it was pretty noisy last night anyway. We're in Wyoming. It's windy. Yeah. Wind was really rocking last night. Yeah. They like the wind here. <laughs> well, they're, they... it likes Wyoming. <laughs> I don't know if they like it, but the wind definitely likes this place. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys hear any background noise, that's other campers that are around us and Emily making a ton of she's, disturbances. She's just being so rude and inconsiderate. She's like, oh, you guys are record? Okay, fine. I'm going to sit in there and just make a whole bunch of noise in the background. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we read Desire Unchained by Larissa Ione, narrated by... Hillary Huber? Yeah, sure. Yes. I don't know why I even doubted your brain. (laughs) It's Emily or Kalina. Like, of course. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) I should never question and be like, no, wrong. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so this is the second book in the in Larissa Ione's Demonica series. Mm-hmm. We read the first book, Pleasure Unbound, two years ago. Yeah. That <laughs> was in our year one series, I think. Yeah. Not it was in our year one series. I think for sure. It was yeah. early on and um we had a listener request to yeah. start the second or to talk about the second book. So if, here we are. Yeah, if we were gonna read yeah. any more of the series and we're like, Well, sure, why not? Yeah. I forgot how much the series was yes, fun. Yes. Like why did we not pick this series back up before? It was just forgot about it. it. It's just one of those things that just like fell off of our Yeah, because we had so many that we wanted to read, so many different types, we got into different things. I think there's one thing. I will say that probably why we didn't it's one of those books that has a much more complicated world storyline well the world building around like Mm -hmm. the direct plot is a lot more like intense like there's all the different demons and they have the different things that they do and then there's there's like four other we met a whole different group with this book yeah the, the military underground group mm-hmm. and there's the Aegis that we met in the first book that tries to hunt down demons and yeah. then slayers and then there's the demons that were killing other demons for their org I mean it, yeah yeah there's a lot the plot is big mm-hmm. and wide and the world is big so it can like I think in the first one we probably were overwhelmed like we can't tell you guys all the stuff oh <laughs> no no you were explaining to me about Seminus and about this oh and god that, no. and how they can't. <laughs> They only make boys, and they <laughs> can only with human women, and Mm-mm. so it was very confusing. Yeah, it's so, crazy. Yeah, so that's probably why. But we're kind of cut through all of the extra plot stuff to just what the main love story of the sto- of the book is, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'll do what I can with my clits notes. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so we meet. Well, we've met them, but we re meet. <laughs> Shade. Shade. He's the ambulance driver for the hospital, the underground demon hospital that Idolong and his brothers set up that we kind of find out in the first book. Mm-hmm. Idolong was the first guy with his, and he had his mate, Taylor. But now we're off on the other brother, Shade. And he, first, we just start out, I mean, there's a little bit of something at the beginning that I don't remember. But anyway, we basically start out with he's been captive, Mm -hmm. captured by somebody. He doesn't know who. He wakes up in a cave with a girl he used to know, a woman he used to know, named Rona. Runa. 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 Sorry. Runa. And he dated her a little bit, but she was human, and, you know, that's not really a good match for the Seminist Demon, Mm -hmm. so... He didn't intentionally, I mean, he was going to try to move on from her because he was kind of getting attached. She won't admit it. But she basically came in and found him with two other ladies. Well, a vampire and something else, (laughs) some other demon or whatever. Then she stormed out and he just kind of left it at like, well, that happened, Mm -hmm. you know, move on. Well, it turns out she got turned into a werewolf that night. So for a year now, she's been learning about the underground world that she didn't know about. She's a werewolf. The military took her in. They did some experiments and maybe tried to cure her. It didn't work, but it does give her the ability to shift whenever at will and not just during the moon. She still has to shift during the moon, but she can choose to shift when she wants to. So now she's been captured. He's been captured. They're in this underground cave or castle thing. There's other captives who they can hear getting their organs removed. So it's it's the organ harvesting plot. It's terrible. It's come back. <laughs> yep. And they start talking and she's like, I hate you. I'm going to kill you. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, babe, but I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> and then big surprise. It's his brother, Rogue, who should be dead. Who was dead in the first book. Was already dead. Was already dead in yes. the first book. So when E was talking about all of his brothers, he talked about how Rogue was the fallen one mm-hmm. from the first book. Yep. Yeah. So he was always the difficult one mm-hmm. and he was dead 
but he turns out not dead. He was in a fire, but because he had passed his sugenesis, mm-hmm. which is what happens to the seminist demons when they hit 100, and that's when they become fertile and can actually make more seminist demons. <laughs> so complicated. <laughs> anyway, at that point, they can change into, they can shapeshift into any demon they want so that they can, because there are no women. So they have to shapeshift into demons of other species to convince those species to get impregnant. Well, to impregnate those species and pass on their young. No, wait a minute. I thought it was just, that was his specific power. Any of them can shapeshift? Yeah, all of them. As soon as they hit Sugenesis. Oh, all seven I demons. thought that was just rogues. Rogues is the mind stuff. Okay. Rogue and Wraith have mind, mind stuff. stuff. Shade can sense your body's injuries or mm-hmm. organs and stuff and can kind of trick some of the hormones and stuff. Mm-hmm. He can, he, you know, he can do that. And Eidolon can actually heal. Okay. Anyway, like Shade sure. has the whole darkness <laughs> shit and like, I don't, it's so much. So he's alive. He hates his brothers. He thinks that they set him up to die. Mm-hmm. Truth is, yes, Wraith did set him up to die, but the other brothers don't Wraith. know. So he has this whole master plot to cause them all this pain and suffering, uh, harvest all of the organs from Wraith so he can put himself back together and not be a burnout shell of a mm-hmm. demon anymore because he's in love and he can't fuck because <laughs> he has no penis because it got burnt off. So, <laughs> And then in the meantime, he also wants them all to like suffer and he wants to like torture their mates and kill them and all yep. this other horrible things. And he's, he's awful. He has a new plan because he thought he could torture Shade to death or like almost to death. Mm-hmm. But his new plan is to get him bonded because Shade has a curse where if he falls in love, he will become invisible and he won't be able to touch or interact with the world he won't die and so he will have like internal thirst and hunger and and need for sex without actually getting any any of it yeah yeah so they'll just suffer (laughs) for eternity since there seems to be this bond already between the two of them between runa and shade who are being housed together in this cell he's like okay i'll make them go through the bonding ritual Mm -hmm. to become mates and that will screw over shade he will die well he'll become invisible Mm -hmm. his his curse will kick in so he does this whole mind mojo they think that they're like i don't know in a hotel room or something and they go through the whole bonding thing in but they do it in reality yeah so now they're bonded and shades pissed because that means well they were both tricked into it they were both tricked into it runa's kind of upset but she still obviously has feelings oh, for yeah. shade she and so she's does. like well we can deal with this you know mm-hmm. i think it's okay but she's a lot different than the shade or the runa he used to know mm-hmm. since becoming a werewolf and going yeah. through all that she's become a lot like stronger like more self uh secure person and mm-hmm. so he's interested in like this new runa he's seeing like how mm-hmm. she has a, a backbone he says and all this yeah he won't just do what he says anyway they get out they fight off this whole like bonding thing for a while he won't tell her anything she won't tell him anything there's all these secrets and darkness and <laughs> surprises and this and that and a bunch of more things happen and then he starts to disappear because he does start to fall in love. Yep. so he's that very curse is taken over slowly becomes like invisible in yep. his hands and stuff and then his brothers are gonna kill her because if we kill her It'll the curse will be gone. But, or, or it'll be worse. It, you know, yeah, know. <laughs> because you still would love them even if yeah, they're gone. So it doesn't really take care of it. And they have a big fight and they kill Rogue. Well, no, they don't kill Rogue. I was going to say, I didn't think he'd die. He doesn't die. <laughs> they found out that um, Shade can transfer the curse to family. And he, at first, Wraith had offered to take it because he's like, I'll never fall in love, bro. It's fine. And he's like, I'm not giving you my curse. That's awful. Well, then all of a sudden, Runo's like, family. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I don't like my other brother, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rogue, the one who's trying to kill us and right. he's insane. 
I'll kill him. Yep. Or not kill him. I'll, I'll transfer my curse give to that him. that to him. Yeah. So he does that, and then they kill his girlfriend. For good. Rogue's girlfriend for good. Well, she'd already died, but then she was a zombie, and now she's... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. She'd, like, come back, she... and then... <laughs> anyway, she's dead for good now. And then he... Rogue gets all sad and, like, disappears, because he was in love with her. Right. So, so he... The curse, the curse kicks takes in, over him. And now he is an immaterial... Yes being floating through space in, in time uh, tortured so, to death. everything that he wanted to happen to Shade is yes. happening to him. I think it's really funny. So, like, this book, not really funny, but yes. this book is about Shade and Runa. Mm-hmm. But I found the other characters in this oh. book a little bit more interesting. So like, much more interesting. For instance, Kynan and Jem. And Jem is Taylor's twin sister from the very first book, if we remember that correctly, right? Am I thinking that right? I know she's her sister. I didn't think they were twins. I thought they were twins. Because I thought she had a different she's a different demon she is that's why i thought i was confused maybe i'm making all of this up i just i i just i thought they're I both remember... half breeds they're both yeah. half human half other things but i, I you don't think, think that they were twins i don't think so because they're two different demons i have i've i have this really weird like you attachment might attachment right. to the thought of twins because i thought i remember talking about how the parents that raised gem probably felt bad that they didn't see the other baby in the womb which was taylor when they had rescued her Oh, okay. I don't know. I, this I is don't. Three years here's, ago. Here's I don't the honest truth. I don't remember the first book at all. <laughs> I knew it took place in a hospital and then the tri- the big and then a zoo. climax <laughs> into the zoo. Yes. That was literally all I remember. Mm-hmm. I started, like, as I read this one, it started to come back, like, yeah, pieces. But still, like, the bulk of it, no. No, I couldn't tell you what it was about, what the no. we were fighting over. All I know is she got hurt in the beginning, they had sex in the hospital room, and then they were fighting in the zoo. That <laughs> is all I could tell you. <laughs> but I feel like whenever there's like twins involved, I think I feel like I have a, just like a connection. Because, well, yeah, you have twins. Because I have twins. But I don't know. I could totally they be might making be. that up. I mean, but, that so- that, once you said that, that did sound familiar. Like, but I still don't understand how they're different demons. But yeah. you know what? This world is complicated. Maybe they're like dogs and they can be like inseminated by different... Oh, weren't they that different... weird demon? Yeah, with it. they could be inseminated by different types of demons well, no. at different times. She did, but they didn't know, or at least Taylor didn't know. Taylor didn't know. They didn't. Yeah, Taylor but had did no Jem idea. Jem did. Okay, but she was raised by people demons. who told her by demons, and but Taylor was raised by human. Taylor was not. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like now I'm remembering. Like their father was some kind of weird demon. Awful. That, he was an awful. I don't know what kind of demon. But it like he would produce not just his own kind of demons. Yeah, something. Some, like that. Oh God, this he is was, now we're now no. we're making shit up. No. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> how we understand it which is not how it was written we don't need to know what happened no, in the first book no we don't need to know all we know is yes they are sisters they yes they Jem, are Jem and Taylor are sisters anyway and Jem yeah is in love with Kynan who Kynan. is the human not the human but a human in this story who is part of what force is he part of he's part of a task force of some well, sort well he Works for Aegis, but he shared information with the military. The, okay. uh, the R something. <laughs> R-A-S. <laughs> that Eric, Runa's brother, works for. Right. Okay. And it's the underground. Like, they know about demons in the mm-hmm. military. And they kind of try to control, like, or, like, minimize the impact of them on humans. Mm-hmm. And he gave up the Aegis because his wife cheated on him with an Aegis person and a demon, he thinks, and then got killed. Yeah, she ended up being a bad person. She wasn't good. She wasn't good. Kynan's wife, Lori. Lori. I was going to say Lillian. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, betrayed them somehow, 
um, he was going after somebody because he thought she got killed by him. Right? No. No, I think I made that up. It doesn't matter. Shit. No, that doesn't matter. What we're trying to anyway, say is... <laughs> he. So he, he, he left that life and he's... Because he found out that not all demons were evil. Mm-hmm. He started to meet like... I, I, e. E. Eidolon. Eidolon. <laughs> and, and some of the others and they were like working to be good and, you know, like help where demons have hurt and like take care of the demons that... <clears throat> get hurt by other demons, you Mm -hmm. know, and stuff like that. So he started working at the hospital. He's in a deep depression. Yeah. I mean, he's drinking himself to sleep every night because he has this, all this, like, unresolved issues about his wife. Yep. Because she did cheat on him and, like, do a lot of betrayal things, but then she did die. Yeah. And he's, like, and, you know. With no closure about any of that. And they were, like, practically high school sweethearts. Right. I mean, they didn't meet until they were 19, but still, they got married at 20 or Mm -hmm. whatever, and, you know, we're very, that was it. It was just the two of them. So he's dealing with that, but Jem loves him. And she's known him for a while, longer Mm -hmm. than we've known in the book, because they worked at the other hospital together. Mm -hmm. Because he's a medic. Mm -hmm. So he works at the hospital now, and Jem keeps, like, showing up and, like, talking to him and being like you gotta you know she's like I can see because she can see the scars yeah on him and so she wants to help him and she loves him and he's like no I'm damaged Mm -hmm. you're a demon and I hate you (laughs) it's all all of the men are trying to avoid their feelings in this book oh yeah yet again because even Wraith is all or not Wraith Shade oh yeah Shade's all about like I got nothing in denial he will not admit at all even though he's literally disappearing (laughs) yes because of his love (laughs) because he loves Runa he's disappearing before everyone's eyes but he's like no I, uh, and he tries to make her hate him and like treat him badly and she doesn't because she's a good person yeah and she's 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 a better person than me because he i felt like he treated her so terribly yeah so terribly i don't know bad. what her freaking deal with I that just, was i was like no get, get the hell away from him because he'd be in real pain if you left so yeah just get the hell away i mean I, she must have obviously seen something a little bit more deeper in that and she was like love and blah 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 all of that stuff but <laughs> i'm the one that goes all love and i know blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know, but I didn't like Shade. Shade was such Mm. an asshole to her in this whole book. When I felt like there were so many times where you should just say what is going on. Yeah. Like, if you explain to her that you can't fall in love with her because you will disappear from the planet, I think then maybe you don't have to keep being an asshole and trying to get her to hate you. She'd be like, that makes sense. You know what? Let's not do this. I thought about Hancock, that movie Hancock with Uh Will Smith and Charlene Theron. Uh Uh-huh. How she lied and said that they were brother and sister, but in fact, they were lovers. But the closer they are together, the weaker they become. Uh-huh. So they have to separate and be on the other sides of the world so that they don't lose their powers. Uh-huh. That's the whole thing I was thinking about. This is like, even if you love each other, I mean, you have to tell them that, right? So if uh-huh. that's his only way to survive, explain it to her. Yeah. Maybe there's a compromise. Of course, she's not going to want to die. But well, at she, least yeah. it would ease her, you know, like her thinking and explanation and stuff in her brain so that she could say, okay... In order for him to survive, I do have to separate myself. Yeah. Which would be much easier than just pushing her away constantly while she's just trying to, you know, she thinks she's just trying to penetrate some thick skin that's not allowing love in. Well, it's deeper than that. You have to fucking talk to her. Communicate. Tell her what's going on. Yeah. So it was frustrating with that because it was just like, I was just, he was so mean to her this whole book. and He was. And I think... (sighs) 
this book kept breaking my heart. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I loved this book. I loved it too. This was good. It but... drew out all kinds of emotions. Yeah. But we were mentioning the Kynan and Jem thing. That scene. That was sad too. The scene that is our favorite, but is also, it literally, like, I was in tears for Jem over that. Like, yeah. it was so it was, hard. Was I was hard. so heartbroken. If you take if you take away the emotions w- in that whole scene, mm-hmm. then that's a fucking hot scene. Yes, it's a very sexy. It's scene. a very sexy. Scene. It's the aftermath. That yes. Is the, oh, yes. Where like your heart it's hurts. Like, oh, like, oh, it was just like stabbing. knife in the gut. Yeah, exactly. So we should explain it because otherwise we're just being dicks. <laughs> um, so he's drunk. He's hanging out with Wraith. Wraith has this mind con- thing where he can kind of read minds, so he kind of does a little bit of a tippy-tip into um, Kynan's mind, and he can tell he's been thinking about Jem a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, Jem's kind of playing in the forefront of his brain, so he shows him a fake image of them together, and he's like, dude. Because he's trying to explain what happened to Lori. I don't understand. Whatever. Something about Lori maybe was mind-controlled. We don't know. Yeah. Whatever. And so he's like, well, I need to know what Lori went through, because she did get bit by a vampire. He does know that. Yeah. Like, Wraith bit Lori in such her right. blood. Wraith is a vampire. Wraith is a vampire, and also okay. a seminist demon. Yes. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'll bite you. So he starts to bite and suck blood from Kynan. And then Jem comes in because Wraith has called Jem and said, you need to come here. Mm-hmm. He's drunk and he needs someone to spend some time with. So then he leaves, basically thinking he's set up this nice thing. Yeah. And, you know, she's trying to take care of him. She gets him some Gatorade from the fridge and is like wiping his head or something. And they start kissing and making out. And they basically dry hump on the they sofa. They dry hump on the sofa. In her like cute little skirt. and Oh, yeah. Because she's goth. She, she does yes. the real goth yes. look. She's know, my favorite. I love her so much. micro minis <laughs> yes. and yes. like thigh highs yep. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh... She was so excited. Yeah. I mean, she knew he was drunk, but she was like, cool, you know, because she loves him. And then as soon as it was over, he was like, you got to go. Yeah. I'm dead. You know, no, I, I got to be alone. I mean, and, and later he was just like, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have taken advantage of you yeah. like that. And he was, you know, apologetic about it. But even she was like, no, I wanted it. That was. She did. But still. You didn't take sucked. advantage of it. It did suck. Because you're like, oh. Because you wanted to happen. Yes, because but you want him to be more honest with yes. himself about it all. He takes yeah. him takes him a while to get there. The mind tricks in this whole thing was a little bit too much for me. Like I, sometimes I couldn't really separate what was like an illusion and what was real. Yeah. You know, like the mating session between mm-hmm. um, Shade and Runa and then the whole thing that Wraith had done to Kynan before Jem and then a couple of other places. Because well, he does it again mm-hmm. to get information out of Kynan about how much he's told the army about the hospital. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just keep doing it. There's a lot of fake yeah. scenes or like memories, fake memories or fake, fake... going into the past type. Yeah. A different, yeah. um, and it was written well. It, yeah, it's just it really how is. I understand it in, my, in the way my brain thinks the, the, the story was when perfect. It was mm-hmm. fine, but it's just, uh, sometimes it got a little bit too mixing in between mm-hmm. and I just couldn't tell the difference between what was yeah. what, but anyway, it also broke my heart because his sister died. Yeah, I forgot what her name was. It's not Sticks, but that's what's in my yeah. head right now. She had an interesting. It was. They all have weird names. Um, wasn't. But they, you know what? Slack. Something. I think it was Slack or something like, like that. that. But um, scratch. Yeah. <laughs> it something. started with an S. It did start with an S. But his last sister, and I, I, the whole book, I was like, she's not dead. And I figured he'd find her in the dungeon when he went mm-hmm. back to the castle. Mm-hmm. I, I assumed. Like, obviously, I knew Rogue is bad. I know Rogue's an asshole and everything and was going to do whatever. But I just thought that that... Because he didn't actually see her. Mm -hmm. He just saw skin of her kind of demon. I was like, Rogue 
is going to have, like, saved her, her so yeah. he could use her for something. Yeah. No, she's fucking dead. She's dead. I kind of figured that in the beginning, too, because they... And I really loved how Larissa wrote this because of the... I love it when they have sibling stories. I think sibling mm-hmm. stories are so much more meaningful. I mean, I love love stories, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm the warrior for love, right? But, like, Frozen. Like, I love the oh, sister gosh, stories. So like, the, the sibling stories seem... They mean so much. So I knew she wasn't going to come back. Or at least I was positive in, in my brain that she wasn't going to come back because of how it really affected affected E and Wraith, who I didn't think had any emotions. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously Shade, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Wraith was a completely different character in this book, I think. Not completely different. He was different. I see him in a different light. Yeah. I like him in this book. I think this whole, <laughs> I don't care about the world is such yeah. bullshit. And it was very evident in this book. I don't think it was yeah. in the first no, one. No, the first book was not. You're like, no, that's an asshole. But in this book, it's like, that dude cares so much about well, this and he world. he tried to protect Runa from Shade mm-hmm. um, when he thought Trish Shade was trying trying to because abusing her yeah so during the meeting we didn't i don't think we said i don't think you said this but runa bites shade during the meeting right and turns him into a werewolf um just when they're in right? the cells yes so he is now infected and is now a werewolf he's a werewolf he's a demon. and dark demon <laughs> or whatever umber so he's like all of it he's now all <clears throat> And he can start, he starts to shapeshift and, and, and stuff like that. And so he goes to the Sogenesis. They go through all of that. And there are some parts during the book where Wraith is trying to protect Runa from Shade. Because at some point, do they think Shade is going bad? No. Or they just think it's because it's transformation and stuff. No, Wraith has a history of being tortured. So he has a very bad view of it. Because... <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't like torture. But a very right? positive He's not positive about torture. Being tortured. So, so <laughs> Shane's cave that has all of his torture equipment uh-huh. in it that is also sexual torture equipment. You know, like yes. It's not just, it's BDSM stuff. Yeah, yeah. this book borderlines the whole BDSM a lot more. He, Wraith is the only brother that doesn't know about that. He knew about it. He knows about it because mm-hmm. it's part of the other demon that Shade is. Mm-hmm. Because his mom was an umber demon. And umber demons had something to do with darkness. And they can leech out darkness from, from the soul. There's a lot about this that doesn't make demons sound very bad. Right. Because right, he <laughs> cleanses the soul. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a good thing? Mm-hmm. And even um, Jem's demon, like, heals scar like traumatic scar yeah. like um emotional scars mm-hmm. but yeah. she's called like a soul ripper or something yeah i don't know anyway. but she does she's not bad she can do that sure. but she can also do positive things with mm-hmm. her magic or with her demoness <laughs> but anyway so it sounds like what shade does is when women have guilt or severe like emotional trauma and pain that they need to cleanse so that they can move on with their lives he can do that, but he has to use pain to draw it out. But then he uses pain and pleasure, but he gets them to admit to, like, the thing that's holding them back. They're, like, darkness. And then, once they are, he cleanses it. So he has this torture-looking, like, chamber yes. for those purposes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Runa kept wanting him to use it on her, and he's like, you don't need it. You yeah. haven't... Not that she doesn't have darkness, but she wasn't in a place yet where she wanted to actually cleanse herself of it. Right. She was holding on to her regret and her guilt over what had happened with her family. And so Wraith was feeling his brother's pain, because in that scene, she finally was ready. And yeah. she wanted him to whip her mm-hmm. and cleanse her of her guilt, and he couldn't do it because he loved her. So he started whipping himself. Yep. <laughs> and thus causing himself excruciating pain, yep. which Wraith felt. So Wraith's like on yep. it and yep. like found him and then found him in a torture chamber, which yep. just set Wraith off into crazy town. Yep. 
And that's part of why Wraith had killed Rogue anyway, mm-hmm. is he had kept finding Rogue's victims. He was raping and attacking and yeah. killing women yeah. and female demons. Mm-hmm. And Wraith was just like, this can't go on. He right. can't He can't survive. He can't keep being on this planet. Right. He's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So he killed. Well, he, had, he set him up to be yes. on fire. So Wraith has all of these moral compass points that are a little skewed, but he tries to pretend he doesn't. Exactly. You'd, there's a lot more that you discover about Wraith in this book than you did in the first in the first I hated him because he had to go down to like the council or whatever to get <laughs> he was tortured. getting tortured by the vampire council we are monthly because yes. he kept killing too he, many people because he kept going over his over his, his quota kills, quota for kills also. and so we're like well fuck you Wraith but in this book you do discover a little bit more about him and I'm super interested about his yeah obviously I think we uh, get his well, story next well he's he, the next he, brother he but. went and found that sorceress who got him a year early into Sugenesis mm-hmm. so now now he is a full feminist demon who can impregnate people. That's the whole point of Sugenesis. And yeah. now you're fertile. Mm-hmm. And that, with the way he used to behave, is bad. Right. Is he going to change his ways? Right. Is he going to fall in love? Is Obviously. That, <laughs> what? In these books, no. no. Never. And meet forever. <laughs> So that was cool. I like them. I love their stories where it's like they've got the main and on a lot of our stories have it, but they've got the main couple and then there's the undertones for the rest of the stories. And yeah. Like gems and Kynans and then. Yeah. Cause it, you know, theirs doesn't end happy at the end. Yeah. Obviously that's going to come down some point. Yeah. We have to have a book that's just them. Hopefully. But I cared. Yeah. I cared a little bit more about that couple because it felt, I guess it's weird because in a way they're mirrors. It's mirroring the story, the main story between Shade and Runa in that Kynan's not being honest with himself and mm-hmm. getting over his past and pushing her away, yeah. treating her badly. Shade's not getting mm-hmm. over because he feels responsible for all the deaths of all the women in his life because he left his younger Umber sisters in the cave when he was 20 and went through his first change and they died. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't there to protect them and the only one left was, god damn it, I wish I remembered her name. I mean, she died in the first like 10 it w- minutes it was. of the book. It, so. it, it really was. But I was still she upset. Was very... she was... Yeah. I didn't think she, she so needed nice. to die. She did not. I, I got <laughs> no story and we were already The whole time I was her. like, that, that, she's coming back. Guys. It's okay. She's coming oh, back. God. I wish I wrote down her name. I know. But anyway, so that was his last sister and then something, like his mom died too and like mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I can't protect them. Yeah. So he won't get over it the same way that Kaya won't get over Lori and all the stuff that happened with Lori. So they mirror each other but there was something that touched me more about Kaya and gem but really there's the same storyline i mean they're really really the same because obviously runa was in love yeah she said she was in love from the beginning yeah like from the first time they met Mm -hmm. in the coffee shop and she's kept you know putting up with his screwed up shitty treatment yeah which is i want to know what the thinking is behind that like i know when you feel like either that you're infatuated or that you feel like you are in love or you have strong feelings towards that i think with her story because so her mom was in an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. yeah with an alcoholic that was her father yeah and he, he was also a cheater and he, he was just every all around asshole. That's a behavior that you can witness and it can screw up your love map. Right. And your entire like 
you know, mm-hmm. she was abused by him. She got beat by him. She watched her mother just constantly go back to him yep. year after year, you know, like incident after incident mm-hmm. after incident. And then at the end, kill herself over him, basically. And so that's without a good deal of therapy, you're going to be kind of screwed up too. Yeah. So she was kind of repeating patterns that she had learned in childhood. Not that Shade is like her father in all of those ways, no. but he wasn't treating her well and she was accepted because that's what she thought she deserved. Right. Just like she wasn't going after stuff too much in her per- her real life either. Mm-hmm. She like had her coffee shop, but it was failing and she was like, whatever. And, you know, just timid and stuff. So it took becoming a werewolf really <laughs> to throw her out of her like patterns mm-hmm. and to start teaching her different methods for life. Yeah. And then it took her really facing the stuff that she, that had happened in her childhood when, when yes. she was telling Wraith or Shade about it. To finally come and do that. So here's what I don't understand yes. if we're going to talk about that. Why was it that she needed the torture chamber to get that out of her and tell Wraith that she was ready for it? <laughs> because to me, that was... Just say it. Yeah, just, let's talk about it. Let's go have coffee over it. I don't think I need Winston Chains. I don't either. With I it. don't need someone to slap me. And I didn't know if it was because it's something in the wolf in her now or he's like, I'm a demon and this works. <laughs> Well, what I mean, he it? does have, like, it's out, outside of his control. So I think there is something okay. magical about it or whatever. Sure. Where it will feel like a cleansing. So it might be bigger than, you know, just like a therapy sure. session. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> She's, like, chained to the wall. Like, <laughs> all I can think about it was, like, a magic setup with, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, they're in a spinny wheel and he's gonna shoot darts at her. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, my mind got crazy with that, but... I know. It, it's hard. Because she wasn't, like, it sounds like she could just say the things, but she kept saying, no, I won't tell you anymore until you hit me. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and it got, like, yeah, this was definitely um, a little bit kinkier than the first yes. book. But towards the end, she did say that she, like, her and Taylor have started talking more like they've befriended each other. They're mm-hmm. more close and, and everything. Because she actually calls her for help later on in the book. Mm-hmm. But uh, at that point, were they not close yet? Where she could go talk to a girlfriend? She didn't have any. She didn't. So at that, so at that point, she said she was ready. So yeah. her and Taylor weren't friends yet. No. Okay. That's I, what I think. I lost the, the timing about that. But I was just like... Yeah, no, she hadn't even met Taylor crazy. Yet. She didn't meet Taylor until the end. Okay. Because she had lost her business. Her parents were both dead. Her brother almost died, but he was in the secret underground military, so she only gets to talk to him occasionally. Mm-hmm. So she put a lot into, like, that relationship with Shade. Mm-hmm. Then she walked in and found him sleeping around and ran away and got bit by a werewolf. Then after that, it was just the military, the, the army, but they didn't really like her because she was a werewolf. They were going to use her and willing to let her be part of the group, but they weren't, like, hanging out with her. Okay. So she had no friends. She still hung up on Shade. Sure. She's a werewolf. So I think that's actually a brilliant way of writing it. Because if that is who you were trying to portray, like that's her characteristics, mm-hmm. that is, I mean, uh, her 100%. And, and I don't fault Larissa for this or anything, but that's exactly how I see Runa. I don't find her that interesting. Not yeah. that I hate her. No. I feel bad for her. And I, f- I feel bad for Shade. And they're, I feel bad for the two main characters in this whole situation. I think that's why I was a little bit more attracted to Kynan and Jem mm-hmm. and the other characters. Because these guys well, were... because Jem was honest. Yes. The whole time. She, she, she is. She was just like, I want you. I don't know why you're abusing yourself or why you're, you know, wallowing in this guilt. But you're better than this. And, like, even when he said horrible things to her... Oh, we haven't even got to the fuck all that scene. Oh. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. Somewhere towards the end, but not the climax end yet, Kynan 
I don't remember. I think Wraith had done his thing and kind of like got kind of to see that after the betrayal, he was not in love with Lori. He mm-hmm. thought he was still in love with her when she died. Because when someone you love dies or have loved dies, it's very, emo- especially tragically dies. Yeah. She was murdered. It becomes more intense. Mm-hmm. And so he felt like his love was strong. And it was probably at that moment was stronger than had been before she died. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she died. But now he really doesn't. So why is he still pining? Like, what's his deal? Is it really Lori or is it something different? Right. Is it him? Is it all the else that he lost? Is it him not understanding himself? Whatever. So he goes to Jem and says, I don't know. I don't remember what he says. He just says, like, I'm not a good guy. Yeah, at first he's just like, I'm sorry for what happened, but also you don't want me. Yeah. I'm not. He pretty much just says, I'm not the one you want. I'm not good for you. It's it's that same spiel that they yeah. hear all the time. You could find somebody better than me. You really don't want me. You think you love me, but you don't really love me. That whole thing is that whole thing about... We talked about it in the, one of the last episodes, about the guy telling the girl about how she feels yes. and what she really thinks. And yes. it's like, no, you can't tell me that. You don't You're get not to me. Tell me this. You don't get to tell me how I feel. Which, by the way, I want to reflect back. Yes. So I don't know why, but Dan's been watching. Dan has started the Twilight series, oh, <laughs> just no. watching movies. He's like, he just started playing them. And I fucking hate Jacob. I hate, hate him. Jacob. I knew, like, the series is bad. The movies are the series terrible. is terrible. Okay. But after watching the movies again after so many years and how, like, I don't even remember which which movie it was, but Jacob was, you love me, Bella. I know it. And you can't deny it. And he was, like, literally telling her how she felt. And, of course, if you're going to try to manipulate somebody like that or anybody who has any type of feelings for you, whether or not they're love feelings or friend feelings or whatever... Because they have respect and love for you, they are going to think yep. that they are going to, you know, like, oh, maybe I am in love with him. Then you've just fucking manipulated her into no. thinking that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I fucking hate Like, I knew yeah. I hated it before, but now I, like, I hate it so much more. Oh, yeah. But this is what this reminds me of. And uh-huh. it's like, well, not, not to that extent. Uh-huh. Obviously, the situation's different. But you can't tell somebody how someone else feels. No. You can't go up to somebody and say, you don't actually love me. Mm-hmm. You don't fucking know. You have no idea what that means. No. You can't tell me that you're just whatever this or whatever that. Mm-hmm. You're not me. No. I'm not. I don't get to. And you might be a shitty person. That doesn't mean I don't love you. Know, right. Like you can say you're not good enough or you're not worthy, but right. that doesn't mean I don't love you. Like right. that doesn't change a person's feelings. Exactly. So exactly. yeah. You, you could tell me how you feel or how <laughs> like you think, you know, yeah. but you can't tell me that you're, you know, in love with me or you're not in love with me or whatever. Those or are I'm my not. feelings or yeah. that I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Those are feelings of someone else's that you can't no, tell them how they're feeling. That. It's just one of those things. And it's like, you yeah. could say, look, you may feel whatever we are feeling, but I don't feel it either, which is bullshit because he's always been thinking about her too. So he does. Yeah. So, so anyway, he's doing all this and she's like, no, you're a coward. <laughs> And then, I don't know, he's like, fine, you want me to fuck you here? And she's like, sure. <laughs> she's like, yep. And so he does, well, kind of. He like, bends her over and penetrates her, but mm-hmm. then he realizes she's a virgin. Yep. And he's like... And he immediately is like, shit. Yep. She's like, you didn't tell me. She goes, you wouldn't have done it if I told you. Yeah. And he's like, God, <laughs> of, course I wouldn't have. of course I wouldn't have done it. So then he stops. <laughs> and then like... Immediately is like, oh my god, she said the most heartbreaking thing too. Because then she was like, 
I just wanted to give you something pure. <laughs> yes. She's like, I'm a demon she and did. everything else is, in my life is touched by my yeah. demonness and you don't like that. So I thought if I could just give you one thing that was yeah. pure, you you know, I could do that for you. She loves him so much. Oh my so Jesus. Much. She loves him so much. So much. <laughs> so, and he was just like, God damn it. So he ran away. Like, <laughs> he, he ran he a child. They run away a lot. He does. He runs away a lot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was really heartbreaking. But it was, it's her. Like, that's yeah. Jim. I love Jim. like, I've always loved you. Yeah. And so why would I sleep with someone else when I love you? Yeah. And to give him something. I know. That no one else can. And then he realizes, like, take. it comes to him at the end. And he figures out how to help, like, fix himself. Mm-hmm. And he comes there and he's like, I've got to go back to the Aegis. I have to understand, you know, I, I lived my life thinking I was on the side of good, that I was fighting evil. And now I've learned that some of the bad guys are good and some of the good guys are bad. Yeah. So I have to go back and understand it. I can't keep working at the hospital. I'll endanger it. But I'm not leaving you. I want us yeah. to be lovers. Yeah. And she's like, yay. And then the <laughs> army storms it and takes him away because he's like apparently got angel yes! blood. Yes. Yes. All of a sudden the angels, well, the angels are sort of kind of like hovering above the storyline. Oh, yeah. There's and angels around and falling in and out. And yep. So he's got fallen angel DNA. Yep. So And they think he might be part of some giant prophecy that would bring about the end of the world. The end of the world. Here we are. So now he's gone, hidden by the army. And she's like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it was just about getting to get... started! Oh, that's awful. Oh. I was like, no, this can't be the way this goes. No. Somebody has to fucking give here. I think it's funny that we're talking about Kynan and Jem <laughs> in Shade and Runa's book. Look, Shade and Runa get together. They end up having, like, triplet puppies They're at the end of the They're about ready to have yeah, triplets. She, she gets... The, the curse is over. Rogue is... Got the curse now. And at first they were worried because when they did bond, um, Runa didn't get the tats on her arm. Yeah, the the marks. The mate marks. Mm -hmm. The way that everyone who bonds with a seminist demon ends up with their mated mark on Mm -hmm. them. And she didn't have it, so he didn't think she was ever going to be his official true mate that way. And she could always leave him. Because once they're really mated, or once they're like bonded you can't sleep with anyone else right so she, but since she didn't have the marks he's afraid she'd be able to sleep right. with someone but when so she could but he couldn't yeah <clears throat> but when she crossed her one year mark and went into her first heat of werewolfness and they <laughs> made it then in that in werewolf world mm-hmm. becomes a true mating yeah so now they've done it in both demon and wolf and wolf forms yeah so therefore, they are now actually mated. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she woke up with her with his with her his her marks or yeah. his marks his marks on his her marks. arm. Yeah. And Ian, I think someone else, I don't know, but he this, they developed some type of serum or something to get rid of his. He's not a werewolf anymore. Yeah. Yet. So he's not no longer a werewolf. But she and they can give it to the babies so they won't be werewolves. Right. They'll be just seminist demons. Yeah. So. So yeah. So that's the book, and yeah, there's a lot in it. We didn't even discuss. <laughs> no. There's all kinds of shit. We're a little distracted. But that's okay. I have it to tell. Okay. I don't think that either one of us will have a story for okay. this. Okay. Well, but let's pretend like out. we do. Yes. Well, not lie about it. Let's just say. Not lie, but we'll if we out. were in a situation like this, yes. well, how would you react? Well, we can have that. Yeah. We can have that. We can do. We can do what the fuck we want. Okay. So the kiss and tell for this episode is in light of all of the two relationships that we keep mm-hmm. talking about, Shade and Runa, Kynan and Jem, and how the males just keep pushing them away, but the females keep accepting it and, mm-hmm. and pulling them, trying to pull them back because they really love them and whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where you really wanted to be with somebody and kept being pushed away, mm-hmm. um, yes. but kept coming back no. forward or kept going back for or 
How do you think you would react in either one of these situations mm. if this was a thing? I think I would give up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk away and be like, okay. I'd take the hint and go, well, never mind. Can't force you and uh, we're done. I Look, I, I love the forbidden love trope. Yes. That's my thing. That, I mean, I love that's why I love Kainan and Jem more mm-hmm. so than because there's that mating bond thing between human, Shade and yeah. Yeah. Runa already. But I agree. I would, uh, I yeah, don't know if I would no, accept that. I'd be like, all right. I just, I'd just be like, you know where I am. <laughs> but also, there's so many other people, people in, in the, the world. world and know. why would you want to stick with the one person that is actively telling you you're either not good enough or you're just I not going to happen? That isn't particularly true for in, in Gem and Kynan's story. Yes. Because I don't understand why she's in love with Kynan. Like, yeah. he hasn't shown to be that awesome of a guy. Like, <laughs> like, she said she was even in love with him back when he was still married to Lori. Yeah. And she would have pursued him regardless of him being married. And I'm like, what? I'm not getting a lot of real awesomeness from Kynan. <laughs> like, I don't understand. He doesn't seem to be, like, the most stand-up guy or the most, like... And he just seems so, like strict and just puritanical yeah, i get a lot like, of like especially so tough. when he thinks about his past and and his work with the aegis about demon mm-hmm. fighting demons it's so puritanical and so like i know right and i just yeah. don't like anyone who thinks that they know a hundred percent yes the moral path and yeah. I, nothing can shake them from it because right. it's like you don't know the fucking world fuck you exactly because <laughs> like, I, I just don't like i don't i don't like strong religion i don't like exactly especially moralistic telling other people mm-hmm. the way they need to live to be within your moral views and stuff like that right or your religious views and so i mean he doesn't come off as the craziest most puritanical character we've ever read we've definitely yeah. had worse we've ones had worse. But I'm just like, oh, is he that all special? Like, why are you in love with him? And then, like, it's gone on for years. Mm-hmm. And now that he's at the hospital, he seems to be in even more of, like, a just... Now he's in a self-destruct spiral. Yeah. But it's like, I can see how that'd be hard to watch if you did ever have feelings for him. But I don't know how it would strengthen feelings. Or right. make you really still... Like, I can see how... Like, love fades. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's unreciprocated. Yes. Like, you could have loved him at one point but as time went on and all these things happened and he became more internally destructive and like and and he was still negative to you yeah keep pushing you away and telling you that's your demon thing exactly and she's half she's not even a right and and he fully hates her for part of what she is part of something she has no control over that's like dan telling me he hates me because i'm cambodian yeah you know like go fuck yourself daniel he does not say that no he does not (laughs) he doesn't but that's just what it like. It would you be can't, like that. Like that's who I am. You can't just no. tell me I hate that part of you. And he works with her every day, and she does mm-hmm. all of these great things every day. And instead, he's just like, "But you're a demon. Right? I could never love a demon." And it's like, like they were just. I don't. I just know. wouldn't put up with that. I'd just be like, "Well, I don't need. To be, <coughs> I don't even need to be your friend, honestly. At this point, if you hate demons that much, we can't be friends." Well, that's that's what I just I just don't get it. But you're right. There's doesn't seem like there's really anything mm-hmm. that interesting about him. There's something, and hopefully they'll get it. Obviously, they'll get into whatever if they get their own book. Yeah. No, I I'm with you on that. I just can't. If you're just gonna, for one, I'm not as aggressive in my um when i'm really into somebody mm-hmm. i'm not like overly there's no. there, i'm i'm so passive and yeah. you won't even know i will secretly write stories about you <laughs> and come up with lots of like intense 
love scenarios in my mm-hmm, brain, mm-hmm. but you'll never know. No, it's a secret. It's, it's my secret. secret. Exactly. You'll never know. Ever. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, it's not worth it for me to keep getting my heart broken over somebody who wants to no. continually hurt. Well, I have to give them that power. Exactly. That I think too. that's part of the issue is that you're giving them too much power over mm-hmm. you. Yeah. That they haven't earned. You can, love does whatever love does. And that's yeah. part of what this story is. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. not all intellectual. It's not brain. Because if it was, Shade wouldn't have fallen in love with Runa because right. he doesn't want to disappear. But it happened anyway mm-hmm. against his wishes and against his brain and against his intellect and, you know, yep. against his, you know, everything that makes sense for him as an existing being. It happened to him. Yep. So I can see that. You could end up falling in love with an asshole or, you know, even if Kaina's not a full asshole, whatever. She fell in love with him. (laughs) But to continue it, to like pursue it and to constantly put yourself into his power without him having earned that respect Mm -hmm. is something different. Yeah. Like, he hasn't done anything to deserve you fawning over him. You know, so I wouldn't, I would quit too. Yeah. I'd be like, nah, I'll go try to find somebody who deserves it. Exactly. I mean, if you want to be with somebody, then mm-hmm. it, it would be worth the trek to go find it, like that journey to go find somebody that's worth it, or mm-hmm. that would be willing to share that with you. But because you are stuck on one person who obviously doesn't want the same thing you do, it's Mm-mm. just not worth your heart, I think. Mm-mm. So I agree. All right. We don't have a fun fuck fact this week. We don't, but I will give you my favorite line in Ooh, this book. Oh, yes. And Every oh, book I that have a we've favorite had. One. You have one Well, too? not a line, but I have something that has, like, a thing that has to be discussed. We'll go on. Okay. Well, my, my, yes. my favorite fun line mm-hmm. <laughs> of uh, this book, which is a line we hear often in a lot of our books, mm-hmm. is his dick jerked. It's yes. just the funniest line. <laughs> I fucking love it. And I want to see it animated. I want to see... <laughs> Little popping dicks. Yes. Dicks I just want to put dicks popping all over the place. <laughs> But they, yeah, that one's good. <laughs> I think also something that absolutely cannot continue to exist is just because they're demons and just because they're like hardcore supermen, they shouldn't just only wear leather. Oh, <laughs> he lives in a fucking cave in Costa Rica in the jungle. You can't put leather on. No, but he constantly like puts his leather pants on, and I'm like, no, he fucking doesn't. <laughs> He does not put leather pants on. That is a humid oh, and, it, 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 no and sticky place, <laughs> and you can't get leather pants on. <laughs> you can't. And now you're in leather pants. What are you going to do? Now what? what is, it, I don't care if you're in a fucking cave. I've been to Costa Rica twice. You're not fucking You, you want to wear your leather pants no, in the jungle? You know, I uh, tried very, very hard. <laughs> And did not work. I went backwards and I bookmarked that. <laughs> I was just like, no, flag on the play. No leather pants. No. You can wear black pants. I mean, you still shouldn't wear full on black jeans in the jungle of Costa Rica, probably. But whatever. No, I'll give him not whatever. Good either. <laughs> but definitely, I'm not okay. No. Stop wearing leather pants. <laughs> full stop. Don't, don't do it. Don't do you it. don't need to. No. If you're gonna be a big macho dude, cool. You don't need the leather pants. To make also, you're not easy to wear. So I always picture a really strong, like muscle bound, tatted up, yeah, squeezing, squeezing into it. Yes, <laughs> like really trying to get those up his legs. It's the worst. It's the worst. I don't know what anybody likes. I don't like leather seats. <laughs> I don't like leather clothes. Oh, I don't like hate leather they're seats. the fucking worst. I fuck. We'll never fucking buy them. Never. Never. Leather. My car will always be fabric. Yeah, mine too. That cloth or whatever. Cloth, and, whatever. Ems, do you have leather? It's much easier to clean with goods. Well, keep it clean without... <laughs> Don't have children. <laughs> 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 
Why are there eating yogurt in the car? Because we don't wake up early enough to eat breakfast. <laughs> we eat breakfast in the car. I feed my kids yogurt. I found an Uncrustable underneath your car seat. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There you go. I do. I mean, they are. They I are easier to clean, it. but like, it is miserable, and yeah. I like it. But both of our cars are leather for the reason it's easier to clean with kids. Yeah, yes, yeah. that is that's dogs. the that is the the number one argument we'll get always is that it's easier to clean. But sorry, I will fucking sit there and scrub the shit out of my cloth for the comfort of it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to. I don't either. But <laughs> I would. Totally you don't need to clean yours. No, I get it detailed. <laughs> So you pay somebody else to clean it. Someone else cleans it for me. There you go. <laughs> it doesn't have yogurt on it, though. It may have other stuff. Mine will often have food. <laughs> on it. Well, sure. They'll, I'm not going to lie and say there's no food in my car. There's absolutely food. In, there isn't any yogurt, but there'll be, be milk or something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No other. <laughs> no, that was it. That was it. That's all. Yeah. Uh, what do you rate the book? Oh, yeah, yeah. So... There was lots of sex in this book. Oh my book. god, so much. Um, either fake sex or real sex. Um, fake meaning, like, the illusions in their there head. There was, but you know what there wasn't? It wasn't all that graphic. It and wasn't. there wasn't explicit, like, multiple positions or, like... No. Like, there was even a thing where at the end, when she's, like, agrees to be his mate, or after they find out they're pregnant or something, or whatever. I don't remember when it happened. Whatever. <laughs> She's like, remember that thing you never let me do when we oh, were dating? Oh, yes. I will do that. And he's like, gotta it's, go, brother. And it's a blowjob. But it's interesting because we didn't actually get the scene. It was just a blowjob? Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that. That's the thing he never did. Yeah, because she, when she was human. He never let her give him a blowjob no. when she was he human? or Yeah, when she was human. Because <laughs> his semen is aphrodisiac. Oh. So she would have, like, lost her mind. <laughs> And he was like, I can't explain it, so I'd never let you do that. Was this... Did that happen to Taylor and E2? I was think she, it did, was too. Was it the, the skin orgasms that was happening? Yes. After they had had sex, and then she was just the, having multiple orgasms all over her skin? Yes. Was it? Okay. Maybe. <laughs> because they have them afterwards, because the, yeah. the semen it, it like keeps happening for like an hour. Yes. And I'm like... <laughs> Where do I find a feminist? Where, where are these guys? <laughs> the I'll let one treat me bad just for an hour. Just, just one, because then like I get like half a day of orgasms, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this was the one. How fun. Yeah. It, but yeah. So there is sex, but it isn't like, you know, we don't get No. It's not explicit. It's, just it's not like, even like the first dun, book. Dun, dun. No. The first book was explicit and there was plenty. I think it was. Yeah, yeah we liked the sex in the first book. And I, I mean, I think these ones were fine too. Uh, the two inter- uh, um encounters with Jem and Kynan, the yeah, dry humping. I just remember those so much better. Yeah, me too. I don't know why I don't remember. Do, well, for me, they were a little bit more on the kinky side that I'm they were. into. Like, I'm not into the whips and no, the, no, no, no. That, I think the that hurting. Been... I'm not into pain and pleasure. Mm-hmm. So I think that I listened to it and it just now it's in the back of my mind and I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. But I love bump and grind. I love dry humping and I love being taken from behind. So <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, granted, that was her moment of quote unquote losing her virginity. Yeah, well. And he had stopped and they didn't actually have sex, but, or yeah. they didn't continue having sex. There was no orgasm there was, to be right. had by anybody. Exactly. So I was excited for the beginning of that scene yes. when he just turned her around. So as far as sex goes, I think I'm going to give this one a seven. Yeah. 
a seven. Mm-hmm. And then I'll give the book an eight. Yeah, I really do like the story, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised it took us this long to get back to yeah, it. I me definitely too. want to stay with this world and yeah. you know read it sooner, not another three years. Yeah, <laughs> we'll read the third book or whatever. <laughs> um, I did. I liked it a lot. It was very interesting, and it's just different. You know, I mean, yeah, it's demons and stuff, but it's entertaining, and it caught me, kept me entertained, and I was attached to it the whole time. Yeah, so, exactly. but I do. I, I don't know. Maybe I think you might be right about the whip stuff. I don't remember a lot of their sex because yeah. I think I might have been like. No, no, it just not my, might have been. That's not my kink. It's not my thing. Yeah, um, and we're not kink shaming the no. the kinks who likes the kinks. Cool, whatever your. It's kink. just not our kink. Not my kink. <laughs> yeah. So and yeah. guys, we do have a next book. We just don't know what it is right now. So you might get an insert of me <laughs> in the future as I'm editing this episode of saying, "Hey guys, this is Saylet again," <laughs> like I do. So just for now, we don't have any yeah. of that. We also don't have any internet access, so we, we just we can't we connect know. to anything. We are literally in the middle of mountains next to a huge, awesome lake. Yes. So all right. Well, in the meantime, feel free to reach out and let us know anything about these books, or if you want us to keep reading other series that we haven't gone back to. Hey, this was a recommendation. Yeah, Someone's this was like, fun. Hey, you know, Thank I want you. you to read these, and we're like, done. We'll do it. Well, on the list. Thank you, whoever that was on Podbean. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, we were going to get your name and put it on this, too. Um, maybe I'll give you credits when I can find you again, but we don't have any internet access. So, so uh, but you can reach us on all of the social media platforms at Sturdy Books. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Sturdy Books, or you can email us at sturdybooks at gmail.com. And in all of those, sh has three H's. And you can reach us on our website, also at sturdybooks.com, and check us out there. And most places you can find podcasts. Yeah. So uh, this is Saylet. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, Saylet here, just doing my regular editing insert for Desire and Change, which we just read in review. So a couple of things we said we'd follow up on. Thank you, Rari, who is our listener, who suggested that we read this book and review it. So we hope that you enjoy it. Please come back and, uh, you know, give us some more suggestions. We'd really love that. Our next book is going to be Siren Misfit by Eve Longley, narrated by Marie Smith. So please join us for that as well. And a quick shout out to Jim Townsend for the music at the beginning and end of all of our episodes. We love it. It's beautiful. And we will see you guys later. Thanks. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylet. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. <laughs>